Irritable Dad Syndrome was videotaped before a live studio audience. Earlier, the light was on in the background. I went and I turned that off. That's gonna oh, make, that does make it. Oh, yeah. It makes for a much better podcast. Yep. I thought this show sucked, mm-hmm. but you did that. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, just let me say, boy, howdy. <laughs> Darren, 40. this is episode 126. Right? It's time to up the production value and give these people what they want. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Irritable Dad Syndrome, part of this nutritious breakfast. Here are your hosts, Mike and Darren. Hey, I'm Darren. I am Mike. Welcome to Irritable Dad Syndrome, episode 126. Bruh. Bruh. Let me tell you about this episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Go ahead. So, longtime listeners mm-hmm. know that Darren's a fan of something, mm-hmm. and I'm a fan of something. Like like major fan. Major, like ridiculous levels Stupid of level fan. of fan. And these two things... Are crashing together. I don't want to give too much away. Worlds collide. But one is mm-hmm. a dude with a beard uh-huh. that talks to people, uh-huh. and the other are four dudes in a who, band in a band <laughs> who talk to people. <laughs> They're coming together, and Mike and I are so excited on Saint Patrick's Day. Yes. Mm. Also on this show tonight, one of in my opinion, one of the greatest TV shows of all time that went off the air. It wasn't canceled. It went off the air. It's coming back. I could not possibly be more excited, and neither could my kids. Speaking of great shows, Mm -hmm. a great show has just started. The Last of Us finally premiered on HBO. We're talking about it. Okay, We're talking about it. I've heard great things. Everybody else on the planet is talking about it, except for Steve in Orlando. (laughs) But everybody else is talking about it. You and I, we went to see Louis C.K. and yes. we made a new friend mm-hmm. in Louisville. Yes. Yeah, we're going to talk about that tonight. Mm-hmm. We reached out to our fans and we asked, what bands would you like for Mike and I to talk about? Mm-hmm. And our fans reacted and we're going to talk about yeah. some bands tonight. So yeah. they had this, some right answers and they had some wrong exactly. answers. And, and we're going to go all, It's all for the fans. Yeah. So welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I'm excited about this show in particular. What? <laughs> Why is that? Because Mike? I had more than one thing on the rundown. Yeah. And we, <laughs> which is so, rare. <laughs> so we talk about this uh, a lot mm-hmm. where some shows we walk in here and I ain't got nothing. Right. And other shows, uh, I've got a few things. And we talk about how good the shows can be when I have nothing and when you have nothing. However, during those shows, I, I, I never have nothing. That's right. I'm, okay. just, I'm yeah. trying to. I'm yeah. trying to even the playing oh, field. Yeah, you know what? I'll make you feel better. Sometimes I have nothing. Yes, Mike. I so, know exactly what you mean. So uh, sometimes doing those shows feels like going up the thing on the roller coaster, the, the hill, the hill, the hill. And I know the droppy bit is <laughs> the, coming. The, 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 the fun that's, bit. That's is also a hill. Yeah, but <laughs> you go up a hill, yeah, right. and you go down a hill. Right. You go. But don't you listen to Kate Bush? The, You know there's track there to get you. I look at the rundown as yeah. track that uh-huh. it's going on. Yeah. If there ain't no rundown, there mm-hmm. ain't no, no track. track. And at some point in the show, I don't know if you know this, we're co-hosts. Yes. Meaning we're both partners in this show. Yes. At some point, mm-hmm. you're going to look up and say, Mike? <laughs> And I'm going to have to speak words out into the world yeah. that are going to be immortalized on this damn thing uh-huh. forever. Yeah. Some my kids, fifty years from now, are going to look back and say, "Well, what did Dad have to say on on January eighteenth, January eighteenth, two thousand twenty-three? Yeah. Oh, he's going off about how he doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, I like, we knew that. Yeah. So I get a little verklempt. Okay. When we have those situations, so. I'm less verklempt. I'm more confident. Okay. Um, we have futzed around with the technical bits of the show because we're yes. not uh, popular enough or rich enough to afford an engineer. No. Thanks, listeners. And we have to do it <laughs> ourselves. And during that time, the coffee that I'm drinking from my uh, farewell uh, Yellow Brick Road coffee mug right you, now has got... coursed through my veins uh-huh. and has now got me all a flitter. And I'm ready to roll. <laughs> Game on. And that's all the time we have tonight. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Irritable Dad Center. Go to our website, irritabledadcenter.com. You can look at previous episodes. And- yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 
What happened? What we mentioned at the very top of the show is something that I've mentioned many times on this podcast is I am a huge fan of David Letterman. There you go. That's solid entertainment. Mike is a huge fan of the band U2. I am also a fan of U2. And I am also a fan of David Letterman. Exactly, yeah. But your uh, like ability to U2... Yeah, uh, is greater than mine, just as my like ability to Letterman is greater than yours. That's a very interesting way to put it. I know. Yes, yeah. I don't have posters of David Letterman on yeah. my wall. I do, but yeah. I have posters of a Boner and the Boys. Exactly. Well, uh, so let me Bono. let me rephrase that. Bono, Bono and yeah. the Boys. Yeah. <laughs> so Mike and I are out of our mind excited because David Letterman is going to interview Bono and the Edge. On St. Patrick's Day. On St. Patrick's in Day. In Dublin. Well, he's already interviewed him. I know, but... Yeah, the, yeah. but, but It's like, going to air on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, the I only mean, thing that could make it more Irish is if they're eating Lucky Charms, Lucky Charms. while they're doing it, you know? <laughs> they're, so, they're drinking a no-duels. Is that Irish? <laughs> it is. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so I've thought about... Um, that would be fun, possibly, mm-hmm. if we could make it happen. I don't Maybe we could stream us watching the show with fans. Oh, my God. That's a great idea. And maybe I could dress up like a leprechaun. <laughs> I'm willing to do that. Please don't. The leprechaun costume is $60. Yeah. It's on Amazon. Okay. You I've looked it up. <laughs> I have to go with, with yeah. the extra, extra large version, but uh-huh. I can wear it. Hey. It comes with the vest. Uh, okay. Uh, the jacket. The red green, beard. Green sequin jacket. No, okay. the beard is extra. Okay. Uh, the green top hat. Okay. And the pantaloons. Okay. And it recommends that you get a beard. Uh-huh. Uh, that you get socks. Yes. Uh, that you get shoes with little curly things. And yeah. the little uh, buckle that you can put on the hat, like the Keebler Elf, the head Keebler Elf, not the, the little <laughs> elves don't get the no, buckle, no, the, no, the, the main them. guy, yeah. the main guy that looks like Bernie Sanders, that elf, <laughs> he look gets like the, Bernie he looks like Bernie Sanders, does he does, he no, put the, he looks like Bernie Sanders, but the, <laughs> put the totally. buckle, he gets the buckle on the top because uh-huh. he's uh, magically delicious. Yeah. No, that's different, that's, but that's you know the, what I'm, you know yeah. what I'm saying. They're always after my yeah. lucky charm. So maybe, you know, let us know in the comments or whatever. I mean, we got some time before St. Patrick's Day, if you'd be willing to watch the U2 Letterman interview so, with us so live. It, the live stream would be us. Mm. No, we wouldn't be able to show that. No, we can't show that, no, but, but we, we could, could show us have watching the camera. That. We could show us watching that, and some weirdo out there may find that entertaining, especially uh, if I'm dressed like a leprechaun. Yeah. And I don't know that those pantaloons are going to cover everything, so hmm, mm. we may have to put a little um, yeah. MA yeah. on there. Mm. <laughs> Mature audiences only. But I'll drink Lucky Charms. I'll make uh-huh. some green beer. You know, what? one of the jokes in my comedy routine is people say Lucky Charms are magically delicious, mm. and there's no magic involved. There's not. They're delicious because they're covered in two cups of sugar. I mean, well, yeah. some, of those, some of those marshmallows have multiple colors. Yeah. I don't know how they do that if they're not using magic. Uh, dye. Excuse me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is really awesome because now I'm surprised it's going to be on the Disney Max. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, and, and not Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> because David Letterman has the show "My Next Guest Needs No Introduction," which is on Netflix, and I think it's in its fourth season. Uh-huh. And he just had the Ukrainian president on there, which was amazing. So I'm really yeah. surprised that it's on Disney and not Netflix. But Disney, they're like, you know, hey, everybody, hold my beer because we're trying to be. They're trying to get away from the, uh, like, uh, we've got all the the Disney princesses, yeah. and, you know, they own Marvel, and yeah. they own Star Wars. Yeah. Now they're trying to own, like, Rolling Stone magazine or something, and be like the rock and roll. If I find out that they've tried to buy U2. So U2, mm-hmm. I think, um, is owned by U2. <laughs> Well, there are four guys. <laughs> they had they've had like this deal with Apple for People a long time. Stopped being owned since <clears throat> slavery was abolished. There was Thank a, you, Abraham Lincoln. There was a um, a tragedy that happened in what, the world. What was that? In around two thousand four, mm-hmm. these sons of bitches gave everyone a free album. No, God, please, no, no, no. <laughs> Remember. Oh my God! Those sons I've of bitches! Never seen anybody so pissed. They, it's I taken still, up, it's taken up my space. I still, every once in a while, you'll see a post about you now, especially because Bono's doing his book tour, and some <laughs> jackwad will be in the comments saying, uh-huh. "I still haven't got that album off my iPhone." It's like, what in the hell yeah. 
Yeah. What? Why? Wow. What makes you think I want a free album? <laughs> like, okay. And they had to hire people. Yeah. Like, they hired people to answer the phones yeah. to walk people through deleting it off their phone. Yeah. Yeah. And you and I almost weren't friends over this. Well, you started. You <laughs> talked because, because well, we knew you, each you other. You were close to talking. To we you. knew each other. Yeah. We'd met, mm-hmm. and Cameron was invited to Andrew's birthday party yeah. at the museum. So we went there, and I had written on my Facebook page that day, wow, you don't realize how much people hate you until you try to give them a free album. Mm. And Rub like, my feathers like, around. Uh, Darren, I'd like to talk to you about something real quick. <laughs> like, it's a joke. And you were wearing your Joshua Tree shirt or something. Yeah, I'm yeah. usually, I mean, that's a good bet. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's pretty awesome that Disney Plus is doing mm. this because I don't know if you saw Get Back, the Beatles. No, no, I need to. I, I've never, Man. I mean... That was yeah. amazing. It was really, really amazing. So there's a rumor out there started by you that yeah. I hate the Beatles. You, I don't hate the Beatles. You flat out said that. I'm just not, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not, I don't get excited. I'm like, I'm not a big, I, I, the Beatlemania didn't hit me. Right. I like them. I like the songs that I hear. If they came, if they played Bogarts, I'd probably go check them out. <laughs> Bogarts. <laughs> just run down the day of, get a ticket I don't, I don't at the know door. If they could, I don't know yeah. if they could fill Bogarts, but you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I go check them out. That surprises but me though, because they're, they're know, a band. I, they're a band. We talked about on our trip to see Louis Cel- uh, Celsius Kelvin. Yes, we talked about bands that we should like. Right, and I told you that Coldplay was a band that I should like. I've In just theory. never been able to get yeah. into. Yeah. In theory, the Beatles should be something that I like. Yeah. Like I love Led Zeppelin. I love the Rolling Stones. Beatles. I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey Jude. Yeah. Don't make it bad. Yeah. Anywho, I'm uh, excited that Disney Plus is getting this. I mean, they got they did the get back thing. They got the the Elton John final yeah. concert. They did a Taylor Swift thing. They're really trying to own a chunk of rock and roll. Now, do you think they're doing this because they want to capture the irritable dad syndrome audience? I think so. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Kevin, can have our Kevin Feige. Yeah. I want to talk to you. You can have our five listeners when you tear them from our cold, <laughs> cold dead hands. Dead hands. <laughs> On St. Patrick's Day, you and I will watch the special together, yeah. and we will live stream it, yeah. and that'll be an episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah, join us. What what day is St. Patrick's Day? It's not like a, a day. Is it a day? Okay. Mm, yeah. yeah. Followed, mm. the, it's the day before it's that other day. Yeah. I think last year it was on a Wednesday. <laughs> this portion of our show is brought to you by the Best Western Hotel. Dude, their waffle maker makes the tastiest damn waffles you've ever had. The next time you're traveling and craving waffles, choose the Best Western Hotel. Now, back to the show. So, we got to talk about a new show. Okay. The Last of Us. All right. So, everyone knows I'm the gamer of the group. So, I've played this game. This is a PlayStation 3 game. We're now on PlayStation 5. So, this thing goes way back. It was like 2004, 2006. Okay, is that how long? No, it, okay. it was maybe no. It came out later than that. It might have been 2011. I don't know when it came out. It doesn't matter. Back in the PlayStation Three days, right? So, uh, it was a uh, intense game to play through. So, me personally, mm-hmm. I could only play maybe 30 to 45 minutes of it at a time because it was just brutal. So, basically, the story That's a lot is- of camo grinding. <laughs> So it's a, you know, uh, some people will call it a zombie flick, and it kind of is, but it's a little different. And yeah. the very opening of the show, I'm not spoiling anything, it's in the first couple of minutes, there is a um, recreation of a show from the 60s um, where they're talking about things that could wipe out the human race. Yeah. And a guy talks about, uh, he feels that, you know, they're talking about viruses and all this stuff. It's kind of timely with the corona. And then this guy talks about, I think it's going to be fungus. Yeah. And goes through it. So that's what the deal is in The Last of Us. So uh, it's a fungus that it's the cordyceps. There's a few other um, types of fungus that do this. It's an actual thing now with insects. Okay. Um, They get into ants. This fungus will get into ants, grasshoppers. It takes over their mind and controls them and then moves them around. It the it, the fungus takes over their body. Okay. So that happens now. Okay. And, you know, the guest on the show, and I don't know where this goes into science fiction. At some point it does. Says, well, why hasn't it made the jump to humans? And he says something about, well, the temperature's a bit off. But if something happens, say the earth gets warmer than it should, then it could spark a mutation and this thing could move to humans. Uh, 
a big title card she might as well have come out with a guy pointing to foreshadowing you know everything goes black and <laughs> pay then attention yeah, linda and then it says 2008 and then you see the beginning so i'm not going to spoil anything from there on the game itself is brutal because it is post-apocalyptic uh but it shows the beginning it shows it happening so you see that in the show yeah um the guy that directed the game neil Druckmann, remember that name this guy is going to be to video game movies what steven spielberg is to to movies. movies okay he's he this is the one a lot of people are saying this is the most amazing video game um adaptation onto screen and i agree more than ready player one yes yes okay he does an excellent well that's more of a uh that's a uh, what's that called pop culture fest okay so this is actually taking a video game story and making it into a movie so when i played through it it's about 30 to 40 hours long uh the way i did it's probably about a 20 hour but i suck um it feels like you're playing a movie. So what they did, this the Neil Druckmann being part of the production crew, actually they have <laughs> Stump, Stump's asking, can you kill the fungus with tough acting to active? That's in a bonus. That's in a deleted scene. Nice. Guy running around spraying. Nice. Now there's a real prevent defense. Like boom, tough acting to actin. Nothing's proven to beat athletes' foot better than to actin. It's so tough it actually prevents athletes' foot. Lamisol can't say that. No way. Get the facts. Get boom. Tough acting to actin. There are scenes in the show that are shot for shot exactly like the game. Like you, they've put them side by side. People have gone crazy on this. Pedro Pascal plays. Joel, yeah, who in the game is you know a very gruff dude. Um, he does a little bit of killing throughout the series. Uh, in the game, I know he'll go through the series. Um, he plays him perfectly, just like the game. This is so people who don't know who Pedro Pascal is, he's the Mandalorian. Uh, when he takes his helmet off, yes. who plays Andor? I don't. It's some guy. Is it? Is it- <laughs> He was in Dirty Dancing sequel. Oh, ho! Oh. <laughs> yeah, Cuban Nights or something like that. <laughs> I, I, we I watched, keep we, meaning to see that. We watched it. I, uh, I, I don't know if I recommend. You watched it. Cuban Nights. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I'm not going to veer off into. A, I didn't okay. sit down here by myself and watch Cuban. Right. Remember, I talked about Bessie movies and Mike movies. Uh-huh. That was in the Bessie movie category. We okay. watched Cuban Nights. Okay. I don't. I'm not embarrassed at all. Anyway. So Bess was with me while we were watching The Last of Us, and she was excited. She is excited for the yeah. next episode. It's exceptionally well done. They've already said that it's been greenlit for season two and season three, and that season two will follow the events of the second game. And I'm here to tell you, the second game is, if they do it like, if they do the series like they do the game, mm-hmm. it will be the most brutal thing you've ever seen on TV. It'll it'll blow away Walking Dead and Game of Thrones. All the, I mean, it's brutal. Okay. So, um, not that that's a selling point, but I mean, it it hey, goes there. Some people are into that. It goes there. Yeah. So, another a little bit of a side personal note. I, I've talked before about how I I can't stand the Walking Dead. Part of it is because of Carol. Um, <laughs> in my mind, they've been on the the train tracks now for eight years. Yeah. This game, the first one when it came out, is part of the reason for that. Because I thought the story was so much better in that it was hard to go back to The Walking Dead. It's yeah. hard to go back to, oh, we're going to a farmhouse. Oh, somebody's infected. Oh, Uncle Remus or Uncle Jonah or whatever his name is, the guy. Herschel. Uncle Herschel died. Yeah. Wait, um, what? Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I couldn't get it to. I still haven't so, gotten over that, by the way. So, and I, I've, Eight I've, years later. I've bitched about it on this podcast. I'll bitch about it again. The original creators of The Walking Dead said they would never reveal where the virus came from. It would never end. Right. All that stuff. This one, you see right at the beginning of the show where the virus came from or where the thing came from. And it has a goal. When they get to this goal, the story is over. And it will be over when they get there. I mean, there's obviously there's a second game, but that main story will be done. There is a goal that will will or will not be attained. So they answered the question, hey, Mm -hmm. what happened? They do. Yeah. The question is asked at the very beginning of the first episode. It says, and I quote, what happened? And <laughs> hey, what happened? The answer, the answer to that question is at the end. Okay. So please, 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 everyone out there, 
I'm here to tell you, I've played through the story. I know how the story ends. You do not want the end of this spoiled. If you have the means, mm-hmm. watch this show now while you don't know what the big deal is. I'm going to spoil another show to tell you how intense this spoiler is. Okay. For someone who's watching Breaking Bad for the first time now, mm-hmm. stop listening to this podcast. Go finish Breaking Bad. Welcome back. When you saw who Gus was, that holy lord, that moment. Gus okay? Fring. Yeah. Gus Fring. Yeah. That spoiler. People starting to watch Breaking Bad now know he's the villain. You'll you'll come to the show thinking, oh, I, it's the guy with Gus Fring guy. Right. That's the villain. Right. It doesn't mean as much as when you're sitting there for the first time watching it and it's you're like, oh my god, Gus, that's the that's the main dude. Holy lord. So Gus is in. The Gus last... is not in the Last of Us. What's what I'm gotta... saying? What are you? I'm saying that it, <laughs> it's a. Sp- <laughs> You're gonna have fun editing this one. Uh-huh. It's so Sesame Street. So no 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 no, no 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 no. I'm saying the level of spoiler. If so, anyone coming to Breaking Bad now, mm-hmm. you you get that Gus is a villain walking into it. I know people now who haven't watched Breaking Bad that know Gus is a villain, who okay. know who he is. Giancarlo Esposito because know of, that he's a villain because it's been out for so long and it was such a big deal. And because of Better Call Saul. And, and, yeah. Well, and Better Call Saul yeah. and because of memes on Facebook That's and all this That's why you shouldn't stuff. watch the Star Wars prequels before you watch episode four, right. five, and six. Right. You find out you that Yoda, Yoda is. Yeah. Yoda quits becoming a puppet. He becomes a real boy. Yeah. Uh, after getting swallowed by the whale. With right. Geppetto? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Tinkerbell. Anyway, the point the, is... The six viewers we have, you're losing them, The Mike. point get, is... Get to it. The point is, <laughs> watch it now okay. while it's still not spoiled. Yeah. It's awesome. Okay, two quick things. Breaking Bad, uh, mm. Walter and Jesse have a bronze statue in the uh, convention center in New Mexico, which I think is mm. badass. Okay, and you look at towns... That have had statues like this. I think Chicago has. Is a, it in Albuquerque? I believe so. Okay. I think. Okay. I don't quote it me. It better be. Yeah. Chicago has Bob Newhart. Okay. Um, uh, Philadelphia has Rocky. Yes. Mary Tyler Moore is in um, wherever Mary Boise, Tyler Moore is. Idaho. Boise, Idaho. Robocop. The, exa- <laughs> no. The Andy Griffith Show has. Um, Opie. Opie and Andy. In, uh, in Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and that's in Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay. And so they did all these yeah. for classic shows. They, Fonzie, the statue of Fonzie is in Milwaukee, yeah. Yeah. Wisconsin, right? So, which is all really, really, really cool. Yeah. But the thing that they did a Breaking Bad. That's awesome. And they were on uh, James Corden. What are they Gordon. doing? What are the statues doing? They're just standing there looking badass. Oh, that's awesome. And Walt's got his hat in his hand, and Jesse's yeah. looking like, what are you looking at, bitch? And it's great. <laughs> it's great. Okay. Does it, so do they have problems with people putting a bag of Funyuns in? Because that's what I'm doing. If I ever see it, I'm giving him some Funyuns. Well, Brian Cranston was on a show, and he said that he was so happy that they had it indoors so that it doesn't get pigeon <laughs> all over it, which is really, really cool. You were talking about Brutal. Yes. We started watching 1923 on Paramount. Okay. okay. It's, uh, I never watched Yellowstone with yeah. Kevin Costner, but I've heard over and over and over and over again how great Yellowstone is. Yeah. And eventually I'm going to get to it. But then they made 1923, which is a prequel starring Harrison Ford. And yeah. I'm like, okay. You literally just need to say starring Harrison Ford at this I'm point in. with anything. Just- I'm in. Yeah. Holy crap. I thought it would be a Western, which yeah. it is a Western. Uh-huh. Is it brutal? Oh my God. Really? And it's not even brutal in places where you think it's going to be brutal. And that's okay. where I can't spoil this for you. Oh. I mean, we're there's four episodes. Okay. And the last episode, Libby and I were watching going, ooh, oh, ooh. Well, let me ask mm. you this. Let me ask you this before you go forward. Yeah. You yeah. see, so you're you haven't watched Yellowstone. You're starting with nineteen twenty three. I'm starting with nineteen twenty three. Can I start with Yellowstone and go back to nineteen twenty three? I guess so. Is that advisable? I don't know. Hmm. I, w- I don't know. I've not, I haven't seen it. To you know what we know. should do? What's you that? keep doing your thing. Okay. And then I'll start with Yellowstone okay. and I'll do my thing. And then we'll see if And if we'll they, uh, talk about it. And yeah. then we'll see who enjoyed it more. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And we'll live stream that on, uh, well, we're already live streaming on St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> you, on Valentine's Day. You know what that would be? It would just be us sitting here going, hmm, huh. Hmm, hmm, yeah, I didn't hmm, see that. Wow. Hmm, okay. Hmm, yeah. Hmm. Irritable Dad Syndrome is sponsored by Whoppers Beefy Mac and Cheese and listeners like you. Thank you.
Last week, Mike and I went to see Louis C.K. Louis Celsius Kelvin. Yeah, and Louis C.K. was in Louisville. Ah, waka, waka, waka. <laughs> huh? I didn't even, yeah. oh, wow, yeah. I didn't even yeah, get Yeah, you didn't yeah. put two and two together, did we you? We saw him at the glorious Louisville Palace. Yeah. And I, that was a nice place. It's a great theater. I yeah. need to put those pictures up on our uh, Instagram or yeah. whatever for the yeah. four people who care. But they looked really cool in there. Yeah. Yeah, really good. And, you know, Louis C.K. has a uh, sordid past uh, yes. a few years ago he yeah. had a incident yes and uh they um he's th- been known to ask certain questions that should not be asked well he would ask people to watch him do certain things and then and then they would say yes do that thing yeah and then, and then he, he would it. he would do that thing and yeah. then they thought i should not have asked him yeah or i should not have allowed him to do that yeah. Yeah. So, but he's uh, still one of my, you know, I, I've told you before, I, my favorite comedians are right now living. Louis C.K. is in that group. Bill Burr, right? Tom Segura, yeah, just a bunch of them. So the opportunity to see Louis came up. Uh, I think I told you going there. I was like, if there's t-shirts, I'm totally not buying it. Where, where do you wear a Louis C.K. t-shirt? <laughs> hey, isn't he that guy that <laughs> yeah. did the thing? Yeah, the, you got to deal yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. interesting. <laughs> yeah. But mm. the crazy thing was, for a guy who they tried really hard to cancel Louis. Yeah. And despite everything, you'd think on paper, in theory, he would have been canceled. Yeah. But no. Yeah. He wasn't canceled. He's, and his yeah. show was sold out. Yeah, sold okay. out. I mean, he's moved everything to his website, all yeah. of his shows. They're, yeah. You can't find them anywhere, but they're on his website. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're right. It was sold out. I was I was surprised that it was sold out. Yeah. He um, was he was hysterically funny yeah. in places. There were places where I will say, Ooh. "Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was a little I'm I, laughing." I should be, yeah. I'm so not, I, I don't know. I can laugh at that. I'm gonna go to hell. Yeah. So I've kind of put this down in my head. I'm I'm glad that I saw him. Like you said, there were some places that were mm-hmm. difficult. Yes, I, where I felt like there was more him trying to be. Offensive than actually funny. Yeah. And it, it reminded me of uh, my favorite comedian of all time, George Carlin. Yes. Towards the end of his career, his last few shows, I always loved his social commentary. I, I did thought too. he had just brilliant commentary. Yeah. But if you watch one of his last, one or two of his last specials, there are some hysterical moments in there. Yeah. But for a long time, it's like, okay, this is not comedy. It's good, but it's not comedy. Yeah. And then there were, there were moments in the Louis C.K. show where I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I see why you said what you said, but right. maybe, you know. So early in his career, he would say things just to get a odd. And he said, "I'm saying this for me. It's not for you. I don't care if you think it's funny or not." And right. I thought that was funny, right? But it seemed that there was a bit more of that than there needed to be. I think he's genuinely a funny person. Yeah. So without getting too psychoanalytical on him, because I don't know the dude, right? But I think maybe what he uh, kind of put himself through—I'll mm-hmm. throw that out there—he kind of did it to himself, <laughs> literally. literally. <laughs> ah, waka waka waka. <laughs> he did. Uh, I think that had an effect, yeah. and I think kind of we saw the effect of that. I don't think that's the same Louis we would have seen if we uh, went there like ten years ago. Well, my take on it is that for a guy who was almost a damn near canceled, he sure as hell was trying to get canceled in Louisville. The Bible Belt. (laughs) Yeah, there's a part of his show where he brings out a prop in the Bible Belt, which is the the Bible. The Bible. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. He doesn't hold any punches. No. And even in that bit, there were parts that were genuinely funny, like hilarious. And there's other parts that's like, okay, all right, man. Wow. I, uh... Hmm. Any minute now, he's going to get hit by something yeah. lightning. Here's an aside. But Mike and I, we've been friends for a long time. Yeah, about and, two or three months. Yeah, and we're driving down to Louisville, and I had was thinking, I'm like, you know, Mike, I, I've been friends with you for a long time, and I have no idea what you do uh, at your job. Yeah. And so we went to Taco Bell. And Mike started describing what he does yeah. at his job. As best I can. As, as best you possibly can. Because I'm not really entirely yeah. sure. And yeah. I, I hope you never thought that I just didn't care, but I was like, yeah, I don't know. Bess has asked me right. my our entire... <laughs> no, she has no idea what you do. All she knows is you go to work, and then you yeah. come home. Well, I yeah. mean... You put your briefcase down. There's been company events yeah. where she's gone up to the other people like, what does he do? <laughs> And they're like, right. who is that? Yeah. Who are you? you know, <laughs> right. So. so Mike described to me what he does at his job. And then when we were uh, at the Louis show, before the show started, Mike leans over to me and goes, so Darren, what do you do? 
and I work for Antenna TV. Yeah. Okay, I'm a producer, and uh, I write promos, and I edit promos for classic television shows that air on Antenna TV, and I also edit stuff that airs on a network called Rewind TV, yeah. okay? I used to work at a NBC station here in Cincinnati. I did that for like 12 years, and just last January, I took this job. And uh, Antenna TV. So I'm describing to you this promo that we're working on for Designing Women. Yeah. That's going to air on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Okay. On on Antenna yeah. TV. And while I'm describing this to you, this guy sitting in front of us. Yeah. I would describe him as kind of burly. Yeah. Not He's, someone. Yeah. Yeah. Who uh, he didn't look like a biker. Uh, <laughs> But just maybe a he turns around while you and I are having yeah. this conversation. He says, uh, how come you don't run the Golden Girls? You know, I looked at us and said, Well, we don't run the Golden Girls. Yeah. That's why we're doing a designing women yeah. But he's not the type of person who would watch the Golden Girls. Well, and, now and that's, that's not fair. Well, he does not he doesn't look like their demographic. Okay. And it just really surprised me. I'm he's, like, he seemed more like the Ren and Stimpy type. <laughs> that's what you're exactly. It's like my crowd. <laughs> I know. But, you know, and did I say, hey, hey, buddy, you know, stop eavesdropping on this conversation? Yeah. I mean, we're literally like two inches behind him. Yeah. Our chairs are so packed, so mm-hmm. how could he not hear us? Mm-hmm. But still, <laughs> he just did not look like a Golden Girls fan. <laughs> he's actually in the he, audience He's in right the right audience yeah. tonight. Nice guy. Yeah. Oh, his, yeah. His, nice he guy. and his uh, girlfriend or fiance, or I, I hope that they were mm. girlfriend or fiance, because... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> get a room. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, well, you, that's his wife. Yeah, it was his wife. So something that we've <laughs> talked about before on this show is I am terrible at promoting this podcast. Yeah. I will be wearing clothing <laughs> yeah, I was of the podcast, and someone will yeah. walk up to me and say, "What is Irritable Dad Syndrome?" And I'll just be like, oh, "Get get away from me!" And you know, I'll run. I'll run screaming. <laughs> you can't. Take and you're like, you from- just need to tell them what it is. Yeah. And I had actually brought cards. Uh-huh. And I had a card yeah. ready, ready for this man. I was yeah. like, he yeah. said, tell me about your podcast. And here I, you go. I couldn't run anywhere. I couldn't leave. I'm no. like, right there. Where am I going to go? Yeah. I was like, well, here's a card. And he's here. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> so, so Kevin and Jamie, yes. welcome to Irritable Dad Welcome Center. to Irritable Dad Center. <laughs> Hope you enjoy your stay. This portion of our show is brought to you by the Fiat 500X. You know, back in the day, Fiat meant fix it again, Tony. But now, with advanced technology, your head gaskets will blow even sooner. Plus, they actually rust in the showrooms. That's the Fiat 500X. Now, back to the show. I I mentioned that we stopped at Taco Bell. So, uh, well, after two weeks ago, Mike talked for 25 minutes about using the bathroom. We got to Taco (laughs) Bell, and both of us needed to use the bathroom. And the men's bathroom is locked. Yeah. I don't know why it was locked. But For it was, a very long time. It was locked, and we waited and waited mm. and waited, and, mm. and I could see the urgency on your face. Well, yeah. And I said, why don't you use the women's restroom? And, and I so, said, good Lord, no. <laughs> and, then and then you, you ran you, right you know, in. Went, yeah. So we knocked on the door. Uh-huh. Nobody <laughs> occupied. Nothing. So Mike went <laughs> yeah. in yeah. and used the women's restroom while I kind of kept guard. I lifted the seat. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> There was nobody else in the restaurant. No. Nobody. No. So Mike uses the women's restroom, and then he comes out. Uh, I went to use the bathroom. Yeah. and the, I, I The men's bathroom is still locked. Still locked. Somebody yeah. in there is clearly having a moment like I had after my surgery. Well, they work at Taco Bell, exactly. so what do you expect? Yeah. Yeah. And I promised you that I would watch to make sure nobody went back there. Right. And did and you? And then you went in. Yeah. Well, I needed... <laughs> I wanted to fill my Pepsi cup. And there was nobody yeah. in there. Yeah. There was nobody in the. No. So as I'm filling the Pepsi cup, uh-huh. at about at least 20 to 30% of the time that I'm filling the cup, I'm uh-huh. looking over my shoulder at the right. door. To you make, can't see the door from where the Pepsi cup I could is. Turn, I could turn my head and, and see. You can't look around corners, though. Yeah, I just, okay. My That's store- why I said 20 to 30%. <laughs> my point is, when I had the cup, uh, Pepsi cup filled, uh-huh. I turned around and this woman came from the direction of the bathrooms. Uh-huh. And I thought, <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> that's, that's, 
Hilarious. Well, that's hilarious. So, you know, I'm not familiar with women's restrooms. Okay. I've been in a few. Yeah. When I worked at Winn-Dixie back in high school in my early days of college, I used to clean the women's restroom. That's okay. one of the jobs I had. Yeah. Anyway, I go into the women's restroom and there are two stalls, one on the right, one on the left. Okay. And then there's a sink. Yeah. So I'll uh, pee in the sink. I did not pee in the sink. Okay. I go in and I closed the door uh-huh. and I'm using the bathroom. While I'm using the bathroom, I heard the door open. Mm. <laughs> the main door. Oh boy. Well you're you're about to appear on the news. Here we go. <laughs> All you gotta do is look under the door and you can see two pair of feet. Yeah. Or two feet. I don't have four yes. feet. Two feet. Uh, standing. Yeah. There's Women either don't a, stand when they use the bathroom. Right, unless yeah. they're a marksman. You're <laughs> She knew what she was dealing with. And and that that explains the little smile when she came out. And uh she's like, oh, there's the other fat, bald guy getting a Pepsi. (laughs) Yeah. So guess who's in there? And then you, you weren't angry. I expected you to be blood red. You know, you what? just you were smiling like, yeah, this is it's, yeah, a, it's it is gonna what be it on is. the show. It's gonna be on the show. <laughs> well, I was walking out waiting on somebody to say, Sir, you can't be in the yeah. women's restroom. Yeah. And nobody called me out on that, so whatever. Yeah, I mean, we were in a situation where nobody really wanted to talk about what had just happened. Right. We were the only patrons <laughs> in there. Yeah. And she was the only cashier there. <laughs> That's not a conversation. I'll just you take my two dollars and seventeen cents and go somewhere else. I mean, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It was a clean bathroom. It was. Yeah, very it clean. It was yeah. before I went in there. It yeah. was. <laughs> Do you like cinnamon toast crunch? I. It's a okay. yes or no question. I have to be careful around cinnamon toast crunch. Okay, because. I will see it. Uh-huh. I will enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I will get a bowl. Mm-hmm. And if I get a bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, the box is gone. Go- <laughs> Within an hour, the yeah. box is gone. Yeah. So I stay away from it. The kids eat the entire box. I don't eat any of it because mm-hmm. I can't. I, it is a powerful cereal. Indeed. It is. It's delicious. It's, it's delectable. It's like Golden Grahams on crack. On crack cocaine. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you right now, it's tearing our family apart. Yeah. Because my boys, and this is one of the reasons why the show is called Irritable Dad Syndrome. Yes. You and I were talking about this before the show. It's like, you know what? We don't talk a lot about why we're irritable dads. Right. Uh, basically, it's like you and I are, I think that you and I use our humor to find joy uh, in life's most irritable moments. We'd be serial killers otherwise. Yeah. You'd be helping me find bodies and I'd be helping you. Yeah. Uh, also hide bodies. Also hide bodies. Yeah. yeah. The Cinnamon Toast Crunch, yeah. my boys will eat it. But they don't rinse out the bowl, mm. okay? And if you don't rinse out the bowl, mm. that cinnamon gets ingrained in the bowl. Okay. And then it doesn't wash out. Oh. Yeah. You need a new dishwasher. No, I need kids who will rinse out their yeah. bowls. Yeah. I don't even have kids that empty the bowls. I have kids <laughs> that drop full bowls of... I have had mm-hmm. multiple times full bowls of soggy frosted mini wheats. Mm-hmm. And I swear, I think it's because a kid thought they were getting Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Mm -hmm. filled that up because they were watching a game on their iPad. (laughs) They just poured poured milk and was like, what the hell is this? And threw the whole thing in the sink. Because I come across, it's like discovering a dead body. It's Uh like, what the hell is this? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I don't. And the thing that bothers me about the Cinnamon Toast Crunch, one of the things is they, all the box sizes, because I think they know, Mm -hmm. is it General Mills? I think they know that that's like their most popular cereal. Yeah. So you have the normal, normal size, which like comes in a CD case at this point. (laughs) Like large, Uh then family size, Uh then giant, then, you know, like the huge, all these different sizes. And we get the huge one that, you know, could, could, like the size of that dehumidifier. Yeah. We bring it in here and within a day it's gone. Yeah. Well, I bought a box and I brought it home and I told the kids, I was like, you know, and we don't talk about politics on this show. No. We never discuss politics at all or serious issues. Exactly. Because why piss off half our audience? Indeed. But I told the family, it's like, I'm really surprised that Cinnamon Toast Crunch, General Mills threw their hat into politics mm. and got involved and chose a side. And they said, what are you talking about? I was like, well, it's the MAGA box. Okay. It's the MAGA box. Okay. And they're like, Dad, that's yeah. not MAGA. That's MEGA. Hmm. And I'm like, MEGA? It's M-E-G-A and not M-A-G-A. Yeah. 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 Mm. Mm. You, you have my permission to put a drum. Thing <laughs> I'm going to put a... 
might, that might be worth a what Hey, what happened? Last week on our show, uh, Kevin Rupert, a fantastic guest. He is. Yeah. And, you know, we were about to wrap up the show. We were almost at an hour. Yeah. We were about to wrap things up, and I was just getting ready to thank Kevin for coming. And Kevin said, "Uh, Darren, did you say you have a rabbit? I said, yeah. And then we talked about the rabbit a little bit. And then he talked about his pet that he used to have, the uh, sugar gliders that would get under his nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, okay, this you is never that ha- story in the entire hour. And yeah. just at the very end when we're leaving, oh, like, by the way, marsupials juggle my nuts. Yeah, talk about burying the lead. Yeah. Like, we should have, <laughs> that, that, it's like, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to save Hotel yeah. California till the end. Okay, <laughs> till the very end. But uh, a hilarious story. Yeah. And I got a text today from Craig Hole, who's one of our patrons. He used to have sugar gliders. Did they juggle his nuts? No. Okay. Well, if they did, he didn't talk about mm. it. Yeah. Yeah. But he was talking about how they, they're just like really persnickety. Really fussy wow. pets that are they're like a bitch to take uh, care uh, okay. of. Okay, thank you, yeah. bitch to take yeah. care of. Persnickety, yeah. I need to pull out my farmer's <laughs> almanac from 1842. <laughs> I know what that You know, we, this is our 126th episode. Okay. Yeah. We talk about sugar gliders, and then, hey, I used to have a sugar glider. Okay, so if you've had a sugar glider, you yeah. can join the sugar glider support group Indeed. here on Irritable Dad Syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> Also, last week, we asked the question, which radioactive song do you like the best? Uh Was it The Firm? Was it Imagine Dragons? Or was it Gene Simmons, the lead singer of Kiss from his solo album? Radioactive. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, The Firm. Group. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I saw a bunch of notes for the or a bunch of votes for by the a firm. landslide. Yeah, yeah. The firm was picked as the best radioactive song. So congratulations to Paul Rogers and Jimmy Page. Yeah, and so we asked a question like, what other bands? Because we noticed we talk about music a lot. We do. We're not a music podcast. No, but we easily could be. Yeah, yeah. but we bring it up a lot. So I was like, well, who do who do you guys want us to talk about? And mm-hmm. we got more responses to that. Yeah. than anything we've done. Like, yeah. What, Okay. Yeah, Steve Farrell wanted us to talk about Hank Williams Sr. Sr. Of all, yeah. Yeah, Junior Bo Cephas gets the all the Bo press. C- yeah, but I know. Sr. is the dude with the with the shirt. Dude, Hank Williams hat. Sr. was one of the... He and Bill Monroe were both inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame okay. early on okay. as early influences. Yeah. And Hank Williams Sr. was badass. Yeah. I mean, he, he lived hard. Yeah. He lived the life of Bon Scott long before... <laughs> <laughs> If if you've never taken the time to listen to the music catalog that is Hank Williams, senior. you absolutely yeah. well he didn't go by Hank he Williams. Just went by Hank Williams. He was just Hank yeah. Williams. Yeah. Okay. I remember one of the oh my god one of the greatest memories of my dad was I was trying to find a Christmas present for him, and I was out at the mall or someplace. Anyway, I found this double CD set, the best of Hank Williams. Okay. You would have thought I'd given my dad a check for a million dollars. He lost his mind. He was yeah. so excited with that, and he listened to that thing start to finish, back and forth, up and down, inside oh, and out, wow. over and over and over yeah. again. Yeah. And it loved every second of it. That's awesome. And so if you go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio, there's uh, some, I think his hat is still in there. Okay. There's, uh, the there's red shirt, stuff. I think. Do they have a red shirt, or is that Pee-wee? I don't remember a red shirt, but okay. I think his hat and an acoustic guitar were there. Okay. But man, Hank Williams was absolutely amazing. Okay. I'm so lonesome I could cry. Yeah. Willie Nelson uh, said was what he believed was the greatest country music song ever written. Okay. Yeah. All right. So go. Yeah. So there, Hank yeah. Williams Sr. Yeah. Somebody else that was mentioned, Ed Jones said that he would love for us to talk about the Eagles. Yeah. I we've, don't know anything about the Eagles. We've other talked than about Le- the Eagles. Big Lebowski. The Big yeah. Lebowski. Yeah. Well, you know that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Coincidentally, today is January 18th, the day that we're recording this podcast. Uh-huh. On 2016, on this day, was the day Glenn Fry passed away. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So the okay. Eagles started out as Glenn Fry and Don Henley. Yep. With uh, uh, Tim Schmidt came later, Joe Walsh came later, yeah, and uh, 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 Don Felder was yeah. the big five that that held the group for a very, very, very long time. Yeah, but I went to see the Hell Freezes Over tour with those guys. Did you really? <sighs> oh my yeah. god! Every song was uh, perfection. Okay. Okay. Some bands are great in the studio, and uh, not so much uh, live. Uh huh. 
got, their songs were just as good live awesome. as you could have ever imagined them yeah. in the studio. Yeah. So, but the Eagles were amazing. Yeah. And I absolutely loved them. So, yeah, we need to do like a band feature thing because we talked about mm-hmm. doing that. So we'll, we'll do some yeah. of these. So one of the, the bands that was mentioned, Amy Hurst mentioned uh, Oasis, which yeah. I lost my mind because yeah. I'm a huge Oasis fan. Mm-hmm. And specifically Noel Gallagher. I'm a, yep. I'm a Noel Gallagher fan. And then I posted, if you guys follow us on Facebook and, and the Instagram mm-hmm. and the Twitter, uh, I sent out the the most illegal photo I've ever taken in my life. Uh-huh. And it has Noel Gallagher and it, it's a picture of a picture of Noel Gallagher. And I, I promised I would tell the story okay. behind this photo. Yeah. So uh, I was fortunate enough uh, a few years ago to be in Manchester, England. And it was while Phil Collins was there. I knew I was going to be there uh, while he was on tour. So I got a ticket. So I saw Phil Collins in Manchester. So yeah. this is in the Manchester Arena or whatever it's called. I forget what it's called. Yeah. And I'm in there, and as a huge Oasis fan, I see this. Uh, in, in, I don't know if you can tell the size scale from the picture, but in reality, this thing was maybe 20 or 30 feet long and maybe 10 to 15 feet wide. Noel Gallagher tapestry thing. I was like, holy crap. So I aimed my phone up, uh, click, and you know, while I'm in line waiting to go into the actual arena part, and yeah. you know, I hear, sir, sir, sir. You know, English, I can't do an English thing or whatever. Right. So an English thing. comes up and he's like, delete that photo right now. I was like, what? I, I just took a picture. I said, I just took a picture of Noel. Come on, mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, delete it right now. Delete it or you're ejected from the facility. I was like, okay. All right. So I go and I show him and I do the thing, little trash can. I was like, there, it's it's gone. He's like, no photos out here. I was like, can I take photos inside where Phil Collins is? He's like, eh, it's fine. That's not. And that's what the guy behind, almost exactly what the guy behind <laughs> that me said. Make any that's sense. dumb, mate. You know, yeah, and I'm Mike. like, yeah. I, I looked around. I was like, yeah. He's like, so what you a, can take what pic- a wanker. So he's like, <laughs> you can go in there and you can take pictures all around. And Phil Collins, whatever, whatever. you can out here. You take a picture of Noel Gallagher standing on the thing, and he said, what? What the? That's <laughs> a dumb. That whole yeah. thing. Yeah. And so that's a what we're that's our conversation I'm having with the guy behind me, uh-huh. and then the lady in front of me. She got involved in it. That's what we're talking about the whole way through. Yeah. The fun part of that whole conversation is during that whole exchange, you're like, Mike, how do you have the picture mm. if he made you delete it? Right. Well, <laughs> I have Google Photos automatically backs up anything I take on my phone. Yes. So it wasn't, it didn't, it didn't, you know, it wasn't until I got back to the hotel that night. I'm looking at Google Photos like, there's Noel. And like, yes. 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 That's a stupid reason. Yeah. He didn't even give you a reason. That's the stupid. reason. Well, well, I told you. I was talking to. Uh, that's that's ah. stupid. And <laughs> what the hell did he tell you to throw that thing? So Edith the, Bunker yeah, was Edith there. Bunker. <laughs> oh, geez, you should have been able to we, do it. We came to the conclusion that that maybe they don't allow people taking pictures of like the structure or whatever because it was up in the in the rafters. Maybe it was like a potential terrorist thing. Like I'm mapping out the place to uh. to bomb it, and I'm going to put the bomb behind Noel. Okay. The point is, yeah. I think it's an awesome picture, and I'm glad I got the picture, and that guy can suck it. Yeah. Years ago, after the Cincinnati Reds opening day parade, uh, uh, I was uh, I had shot footage for the parade, yeah. and I was standing there, and I was waiting on a car to come and get me. Uh, they dropped people off, and then they were coming picking them up as they were uh, done. So I'm waiting on a car to come get me from the station. And I look over and there is Bootsy Collins <laughs> yeah. from yeah. Parliament Funkadelic. Yep. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh my God. And I grabbed my camera, my batteries, everything. And I'm running across the street. I'm hobbling across the street, really yeah. carrying all yeah. this gear. I'm like, Bootzilla. And he goes, hello, baby. You know, <laughs> And he could not have been nicer. And I said, can I please get a picture with you? Absolutely. And his yeah. daughter took, oh my gosh, she framed the picture absolutely perfectly. And it was great. And I was so excited. And uh, and then my phone died. Like shortly, like it, it was at 4 or 5% when I got the picture. But you had the picture on there. I had the picture on there. Yeah. And I texted my friends. I'm like, I just met Bootsy. And they're like, no, you didn't. And my phone dies. Okay. <laughs> I, I I take the uh, took the battery out of the phone and put yeah. it back in. And my phone came back. Yeah. Picture was gone. What? Gone. It was gone. It was not there. And I was, I was like, no, 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 no. And I was just, I was so pissed. Is it really gone? I went to the TV station. This is called a story, Meg. 
I'm in rapture. It has a beginning, a middle, yeah, 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 and an yeah, end. Yeah, we're going to get there. I get we're, back to we're the, in the station. third act now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Get back to the station. I plug the phone in. I have a charger in my uh-huh. office. Yeah. I charged it up. And when the phone came back on, it was there. <sighs> and yeah. I instantly took it. And I didn't have uh, Google Maps or, or Google uh, Cloud Google, or whatever. Uh, look and I instantly texted it to myself so that I would have it yeah. in my text. And then yeah. I Facebooked it. Oh, yeah. And then I d- emailed it to drew somebody. A, drew a picture. Traced it. Drew a exactly. picture of it. <laughs> Took a picture of my phone. Yeah. So, and then my friend Eric Cross, who's the coolest person who's ever walked the planet. Uh-huh. Uh, you've actually met him. Have I? Yeah. He's the guy with the dreadlocks. Oh, was yeah. The, that dude yeah, is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, he is in a band. Okay. And he knows the bass player for Bootsy. Mm-hmm. And he and he says, I, I can get you that autograph. Son oh. of a bitch. So, Boots, Bootsy autographed that picture. Oh. I've got it framed Bruh. on my office desk. Bruh. Yeah, I know. I know, but I was so afraid I'd lost that picture. This portion of Irritable Dad Syndrome is brought to you by the Rubik's Cube. Hi, I'm Dave Lay, and I'm telling you right now, chicks love a guy who can solve the Rubik's Cube. Available wherever cube-shaped puzzles and toys are sold. Now, back to the show. One of the greatest TV shows of all time is coming back. Uh-huh. Okay. I got a text from my son, Jacob. Yeah. It said, Dad, all caps, three exclamation points. And then he sends me another text. Dad, three exclamation points. <laughs> so now you're thinking, what well is he and then in? A, th- a third text. Yeah. Dad. Yeah. And he doesn't even give me time to respond. Yeah. And I thought he has... He's been kidnapped. He's wrecked his car. Wrecked his car. I'm sorry. Exactly. Yeah. I thought he has wrecked his car. There's a fire. There's something. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> and his text was, Phineas and Ferb are coming back for two seasons. And I'm like, okay. That yeah. calls for excitement. Yeah. We'll build the best dang car wash in the whole dang world. Dang it. I, I can't really pull that off, can I? You're not very street. Phineas and Ferb, in my honest opinion, is not only one of the greatest cartoons uh-huh. ever. Okay. I think it's one of my the best TV series okay. ever. Okay. Okay. And you've never watched it. No. I know you haven't. No. Uh, Andrew Gibbons, when we first started the show, he uh-huh. thought that this is the whole show would be about Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> uh, it's fantastic. It's coming back for two seasons. Okay. 40 episodes. Whoa. Okay. Okay. I cannot wait. I'm waiting with with bated breath, as they say. I now, saw a, Phineas oh, and Ferb. Yeah, like the the people, like the in the they were at Universal. Is it un, not Universal? One of those theme parks. Uh-huh. I saw Phineas and Ferb walking they around. They would have been at Disney. Yeah, Disney. They're, they're Disney characters. Disney. Yeah, yeah. MG, MGM yeah. or whatever. Kermit was there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He was... Hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, where's Perry? Anyway, I did see Phineas and Ferb yeah. walking around. But yeah. That's it. yeah. But another thing about my son Jacob is um, I can sneeze, and he'll yeah. say, uh, is that going to be on the podcast? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, everything I do at the house, either Jacob yeah. asks, is that going to be on the podcast? Cameron will ask, is that going to be on the podcast? Yeah. And then tonight, Libby was uh, complaining about the potato chips that she bought. Yeah. And she only likes the white potato chips. And I said, yeah. well, that's racist. You can't say that. She was talking about the ones that, 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 that get brown, that get burned. Yeah. And she doesn't like those. Yeah. And then she says, is that going to be on the podcast? Yeah. I'm like, well, actually, that, yeah. <laughs> that is going to be on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, anything bad that happens. I mean, when I took the um, herd around the world, <laughs> there's one of the first questions. I think the first question was, are you okay? And yeah. then the second question was, are you going to talk about that on the podcast? Yeah. Yes. I mean, yep. yeah. Can I do one more thing before we wrap this you episode You do whatever up? the hell okay. you want. This okay. is this is your, this is, this is our jam, man. You can do what you want. It's, it's a just stop. Okay, just okay. stop it then. Okay, this is a just stop. Okay. And I've mentioned this before. Yeah. But I have to repeat it because more time has passed. Yeah. And the longer time passes, the less this activity makes any sense whatsoever. Yeah. Okay, there are still people who wear masks. Right. Out in public. Yeah. And that's fine. What you okay? do, you absolutely. Yeah, if you're. You know if what the you, whole you, yeah. the whole year and a half or however long we were required to wear masks. I, I didn't even get a cold. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, just saying, I, some I people didn't, have, yeah. Yeah, some people have bought fancy masks. Yes. I bought two fancy masks. Mm-hmm. One of my masks is uh, the Walter Sobchak quote, mm-hmm. um, I'm calmer than you are, yeah. which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. And I have a tool mask. Yeah. And I got that maybe two weeks before everybody quit wearing masks. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. 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 So absolutely. If you want to wear a mask, absolutely wear a mask. Do your thing. I never fought it when they made it a requirement. I said, okay, I had to wear a mask to the grocery store. I wore a mask to the grocery store. I had to wear it to work. I wore it to work. It made me a better toothbrusher. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Now, that being said, Uh there are still people who wear the mask with their nose hanging out. Yeah. yeah. And that doesn't make any sense. No. And they're wearing it in places where you're not required to wear no, it. It's like wearing underwear with your d*** <laughs> hanging out. It's exactly. like you're not doing this right. Right. But no, yeah. I saw some people at the Louis C.K. show yeah. wearing a mask with their nose hanging out. Actually, this one dude, this idiot with his top lip hanging out of it. <laughs> Like, why are you wearing a mask uh-huh. if your nose and your mouth is is hanging out of you it? You know what? It's, it's like you, it doesn't make any sense. Part of Just me stop. Part of me wants there to be a condition <laughs> that they're using the mask for in that configuration. That's only for that condition, and those people are like, "Okay, will you stop giving me <laughs> about this? Is how I'm supposed to wear the mask?" You know. Yeah. I mean, I understand some people have bad noses. <laughs> Okay, yeah. They may not have a nose that has enough... That's, uh, that's mask-friendly? Yeah, that's not mask-friendly. Maybe right. it, the it's the slope is not right. Mm-hmm. I have a large and pointy... I have a triangly nose. Uh-huh. I know that. I've dealt with that my life. Okay. Masks stick to this mofo. <laughs> I have no... I never... The whole thing where you have to pinch... I never had to deal with any of that. Mm-hmm. This thing will grab a mask and hold on. Yeah. This nose... Was made for COVID. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I have people, and it's people that I grew up with, people that I know. I'm friends with people on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me who it is, friends on Facebook. I will not tell you. Yeah. But some y'all have noses that couldn't hold a mask if your life depended on it. Yeah. And those people I feel for. Yeah. Because they probably walked around with the with the mask and the top lip and mm-hmm. there's nothing they could do about it. Yeah. The people that we saw at the Louis Celsius Kelvin show, mm-hmm. they had noses that could handle a mask. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah, if you're gonna if, 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 wear if, it if, or not, you're either wearing it or you're not. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. No, it's like you go to the um like when I take my kids to a doctor appointment, we still have to wear the masks in the lobby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Going to the Louis C.K. show, it's not a requirement right. to wear it. Yeah. So why are you wearing it with your nose out? It makes no <laughs> sense. It just it blows my mind. <clears throat> yeah, because they may have a personal... You would think the people wearing the mask to the Louis show yeah. would be wearing it because of their own personal requirements. Yes. So they would be more apt to wear the thing properly <laughs> i don't know why i'm shying away from saying it at this point yeah to wear the thing the right way yeah you're doing you're you're doing it wrong <laughs> just doesn't make any sense when you jump out of a plane with a parachute uh-huh. you pull the ripcord and you open it you don't yes. just splat on the ground saying right. well i don't believe yeah. in cords yeah I don't believe- <laughs> that's against my constitutional yeah. right that's right i'm cordless <laughs> Going cordless. Going cordless. That was funny when Louis said, talked about, I can't go through the reasons when it's wrong to kill somebody yeah. on this podcast, yeah. but the reason when it's okay to kill somebody is when you got like the 96-year-old guy yeah. who's got <laughs> cancer, was, yeah. COVID, AIDS. <laughs> All it's three. Like, he's just, 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 he's <laughs> like, you go to prison for maybe five minutes. Five minutes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to wrap this up. This has been episode 126. We want to thank you so much. Go to irritabledadcenter.com, listen to previous episodes, go to Patreon, and you can donate money to this show, and you can help us keep this thing afloat. And uh, You know what? I want to thank all our... We've been getting a lot of new listeners here lately. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for the new listeners. That's and awesome. if you are new... I know We know we have at least one new listener yep. right now. Yes. Um, we do edit this thing. Thank you to our friend in Louisville. Yeah. yeah. We edit this and produce it, so if you listen to our episodes, it's not just... We don't just press record and this thing goes. Yeah. There's music. There's stuff going on. There's gymnastics. Yeah, we doll it up with fireworks and doll it. Yeah, yeah fire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. 
So, yeah, and uh, follow us, subscribe. When we do this thing, we'll send you a notification that it's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, you got to follow us. You get a notification that we're coming live. Uh, yeah. and the, mm. That's what she said. You get a notification <laughs> that we're going live. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll be able to join in, with sh- in, join in the show. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, and we hope to see you next week on Irritable Dad Center. All right, here's the clothes. Uh, can't think of a close, so if you want to make something... Oh, God. This debacle has been the Irritable Dad Syndrome. Thanks for listening. And I'm going to support... Jesus, Lord. That wasn't me. I just can't. <laughs> but what, or, No, I can't go through the reason when it's... Wait a minute. Take two. I and my kids... That's not grammatically correct. To Indiana Jones. Yellow ja- oh, yellow, to, to, to yellow, yellow stone. Yes. Not yellow jacket. He does... Does he diz? <laughs> Bruh. It just came out. I do that. I, I say breath at the house, and it drives the kids crazy. Dad, Bruh. stop. Uh, if there's horses, I never fall asleep when we're talking about horses. <laughs> it's not advised. To talk about horses? Not advised to fall asleep when oh. someone's mentioning. Someone starts talking about horses. There are all kinds of horses. You need to listen to show. everything that they say. There's, it's like horse palooza. Chris uh, Hughes says it sounds much better with the light off. Uh, Chris Hughes. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Yay. Please edit me out. Going, Yay. That's a good show. Yay, I can take two of my friends. There you go. That's solid entertainment. <laughs> <laughs>